Youngblood acknowledges the traditional custodians of the lands where we work and live. We celebrate the diversity of Aboriginal peoples and their ongoing cultures and connections to the lands and waters of New South Wales. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. This podcast was produced by Youngblood's New South Wales in partnership with Massive Music. Now let's get into the show. Mighty here from Young Words for another episode of Lessons in Hindsight, where we get lessons from the big dogs on how to be little dogs. Today, I'll be speaking to the passionate leader, Sophie Lander, newly appointed MD of Cummins and Partners. Pretty big, hey? Soph joins the independent creative agency's Sydney office after three years as general manager of Dentsu Sydney, where she led BWM Isobar and DMB. She's won over some of the biggest accounts in Australia, working her way up from AE to MD. Today, we talk about the craft of account management, what it takes to build good client relationships, and what makes for a good workplace culture. So let's get into it. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on doing this podcast. I know you're busy woman. Um, How have you been? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you're in Melbourne now? Yeah, I'm in Melbourne. I've been here for the last few days. Uh, I go to Darwin next week. Got some random trips happening. Uh, Amazing. But all good. All good. On that note, that's it's for all for Commons. I'm assuming. Congratulations on the role. I haven't even congratulated yet for for MDA Commons. That's so exciting. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been uh, I've been here for three weeks, so just sort of getting amongst it at the moment. Amazing, amazing. So might just crack into these questions. Sure. I guess when even when I was looking at just like doing these questions for for you, I was looking through your LinkedIn, giving yep. you a good stalk, and I was I saw <laughs> it goes all the way back to account executive. And I was like, that is yep. that is truly crazy. I guess I wanted to know, you know, like if advertising was always in the picture, did you always see yourself in this role? I definitely didn't. My dad was in the media industry for my entire childhood. And so I sort of saw him in this industry and and saw, you know, him working so hard and a lot of late nights and all those types of things. And I was like, oh, no, I won't do that. And I wanted to actually be a um, a lawyer or a criminologist, which is like the most random things you could ever think of so being. Random. Uh, and cut to me being in advertising. Uh, but then I, I started doing this at uh, school and really loved the marketing side of it and then decided, oh, I'll go and do a marketing degree and actually majored in public relations, which is, again, super random yeah. um, for me. But again, it's all these incremental things that I've just sort of added to my toolbox, I guess. And then just did work experience. I was an intern. Uh, I then got my first job. I think my first job was actually account coordinator. If oh, I'm my God. Right? Um, <laughs> and then just sort of got from there and, and just got hooked to to the world of advertising. I sort of immediately, you know, my first sort of couple of days as an account coordinator or even as an intern, I just went, wow, this is something that I definitely want to be a part of and never left. That's amazing. That's it's it's cool to see you go from sort of like account coordinator all the way up to MD. It feels like it gives, I don't know, like young people a good thing to look forward to. <laughs> you know, there's like a, yeah. a cool progression there. Um, yeah. So in saying that, was there anything that you, I guess, you wish you knew then that you know now as as your younger self, would you tell anything to them? I would tell me so many things, <laughs> so many things. Yeah. I would, I think the first thing I would say is 
just take your time. Like, I, I feel like I was like, I, I want to be account executive, account manager. Like, I, I really yeah. wanted to, to rush. And I I think taking your time and and just sort of understanding the industry and understanding the agency and and the your clients and and just sort of really taking it one step at a time is is something that I would tell myself. I think I would also tell myself to ask more questions. And I think I was a really good listener, but I don't think I asked as many questions from these amazing leaders that I had uh, when mm. I was being you know, young in the industry, because uh, I really truly believe that that helps build your toolbox. You know, the more perspectives that you get, the more, um, you know, information you get from other people, it broadens your mind and different experiences. So I wish I sort of probably did a bit of that. And and yeah, I mean, probably just have more fun. I, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I would just have, I'd have more fun. More um, fun. Yeah. More okay. fun if that's possible. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. That makes sense. I, I think... Another thing that I have always been curious about and, you know, we've known each other for, for quite some time. So I feel like even asking these questions, I'm like, oh, I, I actually don't know this about. So, um, <laughs> but, you know, is there something you know, in account management? I feel like it's like a skill and it's a craft that is probably less so talked about. I feel like there's a lot of focus yeah. on the creative service line. Is there any sort of like, what's the secret to being a good suit? What's the secret in account management? Yeah, for sure. I... I think a suit is always, you know, a jack of all trades. They need to understand everything about, you know, production, the creative process, um, but then also about their clients. They need to understand not only marketing, but, you know, their how they make money, what's their distribution channels, you know, what's the other 90% of your client's day. Mm. Um, they need to sort of understand all of that. But then they also need to be able to pick a good idea, help sell that idea, and not let it get unsold, you know, keep it, yeah. keep it, the momentum going. I think what truly makes a good suit though, is someone that understands their client's business and not just their brand. So just that curiosity and going a bit deeper in what uh, their actual business is, you know, what, what are your clients bonused on? What are, what's keeping them up at night, understanding those types of things and, and not just really waiting for the phone to ring. I guess I always think of suits as, and I think Mighty, you've definitely heard me say this, is, uh, you know, hunters and farmers. Mm. And so ideally you're both. So you can hunt new business, you can hunt for the next opportunity, how you can, you know, make your clients more successful or or do better work or make it more effective or more efficient, but then also have a longstanding relationship with the client. So if you can do both of those skills, then, you know, you're a unicorn and that's amazing. So that's what I think. That's what I think you need to do. No, that's that's incredible advice. And I think that for any suit or anyone coming into the industry, like that's that's good advice in general. I think on that that same note, I've seen you with so many clients and your relationship that you build with them feels so personal and so organic. And I guess being in client service, that's that's a huge part of it. Is there any sort of thing that juniors can do to build their relationships with clients more? Is there any sort of trick there to getting that relationship stronger? Yeah, I, I honestly think it just comes down to caring. I think a client just wants someone that cares about their business yeah. and them and, you know, not just hitting a revenue target or yeah. winning that pitch or whatever, just actually caring about wanting to do really good work. And I think, you know, if you're really just authentic with them and 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 honest, I, I honestly think that's what they 
want and that's what they need. I I always say, you know, I'm not in a bakery on the corner selling bread rolls. All, all we have in an agency is the people and their perspectives and their their minds and their views. And so you, we're selling people, we're selling that mm-hmm. as value. So I think, uh, you know, just just care and getting under the hood of, of clients is has always, you know, proven me uh, well, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely has. Cool. I guess on a more fun note, what do you think has been sort of your most, your favorite campaign or your favorite client to work on, your favorite account to work on? Well, this is <laughs> mighty. That is so true. loaded. That's, that's so hard. It's like, it would be like picking like my favorite child. Um, <laughs> I There's been just so many. There's just been so many. Um, I think probably for different reasons, you know, because some have taught me really great lessons in, you know, doing a great campaign that has great earned media attention. Like yeah. we, I worked on the the Magnum account in Canada and we did these amazing pop-ups with Cirque du Soleil and, you know, had them jumping around in, in different <laughs> locations across sort of the world. Like that was spectacular. Huge, yeah. um, but then also just working with big retailers that I think you really understand when you work with retailers all the different pieces of a business and and the the roller coaster that they go on and and I think that that was really fun just from a sort of a business perspective but then also just you know beautiful campaigns like Dove for example mm. Dove um even most recently work that we did for the Garvin Institute yeah. that was you know really meaningful work you know, it doesn't always have to be the most award-winning work. It's it's just all, all the different clients and campaigns that I've worked on have given me something else, and I, I honestly can't pick. Other no, that, that's okay. <laughs> I, that's a good enough answer for me. Um, there's too many to choose from. Too many, um, yeah. And then, what would you say has been, I guess, out of your entire time in the industry, your biggest screw up or your most embarrassing <laughs> moment that you're willing to share? Like, <laughs> oh. I feel like it's sort of death by a thousand cuts on that, especially when I think when I think about it. I I haven't done something, you know, super crazy, but I think I've done things like you know sent the wrong estimates to clients, mm. or I've not checked work before sending it, or mm. I've sent work you know that uh, had a spelling mistake on it that went to print. And yeah. I hope this is all when I was a junior, let's say. Just yeah, yeah, not now. <laughs> but I think all of that just. Again, it just teaches you lessons, right? Detail, caring, making sure that there's multiple, you know, quality assurance steps, all of yes. those types of things. But I can't think of a really massive screw up. I'm sure there has one. I mean, <laughs> it's okay. We, we can just go past that one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, just small little things. Yeah. Yeah. Death by a thousand cuts, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I feel sometimes as well. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And so you've been at a few agencies now. And what would you say has been sort of the best way to cultivate culture at, a, at an agency? What, what is the, what makes good culture at an agency? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the people. I think every single person in the in the company contributes to culture. I always think, you know, if you invest in your team, you listen to your team, you care about your team and and their development, that that fosters that collaboration and and they want to come into work every day because you give a shit, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to swear, but that's really <laughs> that's really it. And and I think you know I, that really brings people together. And you know, obviously, you need a, a higher purpose, a vision of what the agency stands for, and what that unique proposition is. But 
still it's I think it just comes down to every single individual and and just having fun. You spend way too much time together. You've got to you've got to have fun and just surround yourself with good people. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I definitely saw that when you were my boss. So I, I always loved coming into work. <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of to to round off slightly, I guess we see sort of lots of changes in the industry. There's lots of trends that keep coming up and keep changing. Is there any sort of direction you specifically see advertising going in in the next couple of years? Yeah, I mean, so much change even in my career. I mean, I guess, you know, at the moment we've got consultants, we've got in-housing, we've got, you know, a lot of high volume of pitches happening. You know, I still truly believe in an advertising agency and, and what they can bring to a client. I think it's just been redefined in the past sort of decade for sure. I think as long as you have a clear value proposition of the piece that you can help your client and what that piece is, if it's a strategic or if it's a visual identity work or if it's a, you know, brand foundation work. And then just, you know, obviously day-to-day comms, as long as you're clear and uh, willing to adapt to what the client needs, I I, I think that will be okay or I hope we're going to be okay. (laughs) But yeah, I, I just don't think we can be complacent. We have to constantly evolve and constantly look at what the clients need and adapt to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And anything do you think we need to see more of in this industry? I think some new young energy, which is why I love the young bloods. You know, again, just different perspectives, having a voice in the room of every single person, you know, adapting, as I said, adapting to what they need, like what a client needs. And then in Australia, like this fantastic brands and fantastic creative work and that's shown on on the you know award tallies across the world I think just more of that and just pushing to do the best work and work that works yeah no absolutely cool well that sort of brings us to the end of it thank you so much for chatting to me it's always nice to to talk to you and well I'll see you soon (laughs) see you soon thank you So that's it. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Sophie Lander and feel free to reach out if there's someone else you'd be interested in coming on the show. Join us next time for another interview of Lessons in Hindsight.